in the name of God. Not used to standing up this high. (laughs) Good thing I'm not afraid of heights. I'm the vicar at Church of the Common Ground, which is a church community on the streets of Atlanta, living the good news that we are all God's beloved. I think in the beginning, it was kind of known as the, a ministry to the homeless, to those out on the coastlands, to those in the faraway lands, even though we're only blocks apart here. But what we have grown into is a church community. We don't usually think of the cathedral as a church for the rich and famous or a ministry to the rich and famous. And I think this scripture just fits like a glove on what Church of the Common Ground is, a church community. The the background of Isaiah, this story is just so important, and I'm glad to be here today and glad to be with you all at All Saints. You, I don't know how much you know, but you really have supported us, and there came a time when Church of the Common Ground almost was no more, and um, thanks to you all, we are still on the streets of Atlanta, and this particular passage from Isaiah is so fascinating to me. You know, the people of Israel had been carted off to a new land. And as they left, you know, back in those days, they thought that God, that they were God's people because they went to the temple. And all of a sudden, they were in a land where there was no temple. And they started to think, are we God's people? And so God sent this message to a servant who was going to bring justice, a servant who was going to bring hope, a servant when they say would restore Israel, that meant bring them back home, have a roof over their head, have meals, have families, have community, be in the synagogue, come back home. And God said, I formed you in your mother's womb and I called you by name. We often begin morning prayer on Monday and Wednesdays and Bible study on Wednesday afternoon by saying God knows our names and God calls us by name. And when we say our name, that fills the air and it's a reminder that we are God's beloved. But obviously, whoever wrote this wasn't thinking of of us necessarily today Those folks were looking for someone back then who was going to bring them hope and lead them. 
And if we read the book of Hebrews, chapters 11 and 12, there's a whole list of the people, the servants who brought hope. There's Rahab, the harlot. There's David. And the list goes on and on. And then we get to New Testament times and so we can look back and we say, oh, this applies to Jesus. I'm sure this is why this scripture is in here during this Lenten season and especially during Holy Week because Jesus is the one who helps us be reconciled to each other and who restores us, who brings us home. God said that's important, being reconciled, coming home. But there's something more. There's more to the story than just coming home. There's more to the story than just being fed. There's more to the story than having a roof over our head. There's more to the story that comes through the journey of cancer. There's more to the story than going, being able to come through those dark times, those hard places in our lives. And I'm amazed at the wisdom of God. God says, that's a big thing. That's a good thing. In this, I don't have it memorized, but someplace I think it's, chapter or verse 5 somewhere in there he says it's a light thing it's a small thing that we all come home that we make it through the hard times but I've got something more important for you to do I want you to be the light for the world the light of salvation and in the Tanakh the Jewish Um, scriptures that word light means agent of good fortune so God brings hope to bring us through the tough times but the rest of the story is that there will be a light a seed that will begin to spread throughout all the world And that's our job. And let me just share a few stories with you about people, and I've gotten permission, who attend Church of the Common Ground. So we call them parishioners, and someone said, well, what's a parishioner? I'm just coming to Church of the Common Ground, and I want to be a part of it. And we are all servants No matter where we live, no matter if we have a job, or if we are beggars, we are servants of God. God has named us and called us. There's a a woman in our congregation, I'll I'll call her Shorty, um, although she said I could use her name today. there's a church down around MLK Center, 
uh, Our Lady of Lords, who serves lunch a couple of times a week. And um, our parishioner, I'll call her Shorty, usually goes there because they have good food. And so this one day she said, oh, man, Pastor Mary, we had roast beef, we had this and this and this. It was so good. Well, that weekend, uh, once a year, we do a habitat build for humanity. So if you can imagine, there we have people who are living on the street, living in abandoned buildings or apartments. That Our folks uh, live in various places. But we're out there with regular indoor people building a house. And, you know, groups, how Habitat does it, groups of churches will come together. And so this particular day, the church that was assigned to serve lunch was Our Lady of Lords. So Shorty's going, she had been painting all morning, and she's going through the line, and they recognize each other. And the lady from Our Lords said, what are you? what are you doing here? I just saw you in our soup kitchen. And Shorty said, yes, and you had roast beef and mashed potatoes, and you even gave me a second helping. And she said, the lady said, well, but what are you doing here then? This is only for the people working. And our parishioner said, you know, we are all God's beloved And no matter where we live, God has given us gifts, and we are to serve others. So that's why I'm here today. She is God's light, a light in the world. There's there's more to our lives, and we need to get connected with each other to recognize the humanity, to recognize the God in each of us. On on Mondays, we uh, have a program that we call Common Souls, S-O-L-E-S, where we wash feet. But the main thing is to hear stories and talk and to provide provide a, a space based on Genesis chapter 18, where Abraham said, come, sit under the tree, let us bring water, wash your feet and give you something to eat that you may be refreshed for your journey. During the winter months, because of the cold, we go inside to the Gateway Center, but in the summertime, we're out on the front steps of St. Luke's. So people come, they hear about Common Ground, they get their feet washed, and they're given uh, lemonade and some cookies or something. And then they want to start washing their others' feet. And so we have one person that's been a volunteer, and right now it's just life situation. It's complicated, but she's living outdoors, sleeping on a piece of cardboard, 
And yet, every Monday, she comes and washes feet and listens to different stories and says, I know I am doing God's will. So we're praying that in time, in God's time, she may be able to move indoors. But the point of the story is we all have needs, and God has called all of us to be that light in the world. Yeah, we are to take care of each other and look out for each other and help each other. But may we always remember that there's more to the story, that God wants us to be lights to the world. One last thing. One day I was walking down Trinity Avenue, and the sidewalk was pretty narrow. And I noticed three young guys in their 20s coming towards me, dreadlocks and, you know, the pants down around the knees. Uh, I wasn't afraid, but I was wondering, should I step into the street or should I just hug the building and let one of them step off into the street? And they, so I went in toward the building, but instead of stepping onto the street, they circled around me. And the guy in the middle was, uh, well, he's taller than I was, but he was still short compared to his two, I call them the bodyguards, on either side of him. The guy in the middle looked at me and pointed to my collar and said, so you think you know God? And I said, well, I hope so. And my sense is God knows who you are too. And then he looked at me and he said, would you bless me? And the guys on either side started to pull him and say, come on, let's go, let's go. And I said, yes, I would. So I pulled the oil stock out of my pocket and I looked at him and I said, in, in the Christian way? And he said, yes. And so I put that oil on his forehead in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and then prayed for him. And for a moment, our eyes met. There was light going between these two people whom I had never met him or seen him in that area before. And then I put, I handed the oil to him and I said, would you bless me? And with that, they took off running. (laughs) Six months later, we were having a um, vestry meeting, you might call it. Some of our folks, we went down to the McDonald. Uh, down on um, Ashby Street, MLK. And as I open the door to go in, this guy walks out. And he looks at me, 
And I looked at him and he said, do you remember me? And I said, I sure do. You're a blessed man. And he said, I sure am. And he gave me a a little fist like that. You know, I've never seen him since. And I don't know what happened. But what I do know, what God is talking about in this scripture, where he says, I want you to be a light so that salvation comes to the whole world. We don't know where that's going. And the way we spread the light is not just by doing something for someone. That's important. But what's also equally as important is being with and remembering that we are called and when we are the light, that's the rest of the story. Amen.